What's up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. With me is Tom Shelby. Hello. Shanae Howard. Hi. And we're going to talk about video games today. Uh, also, Shanae got us some Cracker Jack popcorn that has cookies on it. Or <coughs> in it. Or is cookies. I don't know. We, I just, uh, like I said, I was going to go for weird snacks. Yeah. So, uh, if Shanae wants to keep up with this weird snack trend, we will oblige. <laughs> so... Snack cast. I don't like it. Nor do, nor do I. Um, That's right. Don't do I'll this again. Ah, <laughs> I don't like that aftertaste. Yeah, it's got oh. a weird aftertaste, especially after you've been after you've been <clears throat> slamming a rock star. You know, um, it's been funny to be all week. Like, slam, slam, oh, that Papa Roach thing. Yeah, slamming a slamming a monster while listening to your favorite Papa Roach tracks. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a favorite Papa Roach track in uh, about 15 years. Mm. So, uh, so Tom, Shanae. Yeah. Shanae, first of all, how are you today? I'm good. I'm going to keep eating this because actually it's not bad. <laughs> I'm going to keep eating it to try and keep away the bad aftertaste. Yeah. Like the, the first like taste is just fine. Like, just like, I'm going to not eat it. <laughs> just like restarting the cycle. You just sip your, uh, your Red Bull. Mm-hmm. To get rid of that. There's still probably still some gin in the fridge, right? Oh yeah, it hasn't been touched. Oh, untouched gin. Uh, <laughs> like a virgin. How are you? How are you, Shanae? I don't think I've asked you that in some time now. You know, we don't see enough of Shanae outside the show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like really do much outside the show. I mean, you got your dog, so that's probably keeping you busy. I'm fa- yeah, I'm fantastic. Um. I wasn't. I had to work, so I wasn't there for it. But she got to meet uh, the first dog that's bigger than her. Yeah. Oh, it's I a, saw that video. It's a bloodhound. So and, and she's much tinier than that. Yeah. So super fun ha- having her not be the biggest dog to play with. Yeah. Did, uh, she, d- did those dogs get along? Yeah. Um. They have like a long-haired Chihuahua, not Chihuahua, a long-haired uh wiener dog. Dachshund. Uh, that hates all other dogs. So uh, she, they didn't get along, but the bloodhound and Luna got along <clears throat> splendidly. What was the bloodhound's name? Out of curiosity, lady. That's cute, like Do- Ladybird. Dachshunds have a lot of health problems. Do they? Mm-hmm. Such as? Uh, well, because uh, over time, as they gain weight, their back tends to give, mm-hmm. and a lot of times their stomachs will start to rub on the floor. Mm. But That's it has a- all that long hair yeah. for a buffer. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, have you played, have you been playing any video games at all lately? Mm, just Final Fantasy 14. Okay. Uh, how has that been going? Trivia. My bad. I didn't, I didn't know you were ready for it this week. Is that my, tri- only that- reason I wasn't ready last week is because you were supposed to have one, remember? I remember. But you didn't have one, so I wasn't ready. You sure. know what the aftertaste is like? It's like those, it's like the cheap sugar cookies that you get from Walmart. Yeah, actually, I was thinking it tastes Oh, kinda, yeah. It tastes kind of like yeah. cereal at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. First taste, not that bad. Tastes yeah. like cereal. So in Super Mario 64, uh-huh. to my knowledge, there are only two characters that laugh in that game. Uh, you got Bowser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there is another character in that game with a laugh. Mario. That is actually just a sped-up recording of Bowser's laugh. What character is that? Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr. in that game? No, no, he's not. I don't think Bowser Jr. was invented yet at that point. I like that kid. It was a, it was a speck in his father's eye at that point. Yeah. 
Any uh, guesses? Huh? Any guesses? Well, I mean, I don't know. The only two characters I can name that are in that game are Mario and Bowser. So if it's not Mario... You can then... name other characters. You know, Koopas and Chain Chomps and all that. What's the cloud guy? I thought you meant like... Because I thought you meant Let's like... Let's say enemy. enemy. And Okay. Uh... Huh. Well, I'm running through my mind with... I feel like it's kind of obvious because there's only one Mario enemy that I kind of associate with laughter. Or did the cloud guy? Lucky two? No. He's not an enemy in that game. Is it a boo? It's a boo! Ha! Right on! Yeah. <laughs> it's just a sped up version of Bowser's laugh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you know... <clears throat> if... Who did Bowser's laugh? Who did it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Charles Martinet. No, I, I mean, it's possible. Reggie fils Yes. Reggie fils That is it. <laughs> Dave Fenoy. Uh, also, Shanae, you missed... Uh, you mi- we, uh, t- Tom came up with a, a real world re- that starred uh, video game figureheads. Yeah. Uh, like Reggie, Sean, Reggie fils Oh, like Sean. real world versus yeah. real Okay. No, just, no, just like real, just world. real world. Like just them, then just them in the house. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like MTV real world right. or like yeah. real world real yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. MTV real world. Yeah. What happened? IRL. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine, like I imagine Sean Layden crying in the confessional a lot. I just imagine Mark Cerny because he's so quiet. Yeah. He's the one that ends up going off on somebody and getting kicked out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, David Kojima just hanging out over there. <laughs> I think I think he would come over sometimes. I the way I pictured it was well because when Tom brought it up, I was like picturing more of like a sitcom sort of situation because mm. because uh, I figured Phil Spencer would be the guy who brought the girls over all the time. Uh, the uh, Sean Layden would be more of a. Uh, did you ever watch The Odd Couple starring Tony Randall? No. Okay. Then yeah, I guess he won't get this reference. But I feel like he would be the guy who would uh who would be really uh uptight. Yeah, you left your dishes in the sink, Shuhei. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and I and Reggie would also he would be he would be like the the jock and he'd always be he'd always be going to the gym to get a good pump. I do think Reggie Fizeme could beat up all of these other people. Yeah. Well, he's got the he's got the size on him. Yeah. And he's got those long arms. And he looks like he gives a mean headbutt. Yeah. Because he's got that big Easter Island head. And none of them would hang out with Larry Herb. <laughs> uh, I think Larry Herb would be, like, he would he would constantly try to hang out with Phil Spencer. Yeah. Uh, and he would constantly try to, like, impress him. And he's like, uh, look at my new Windows phone. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um I don't know. I think I th- like I'd always had like a uh, like a not the greatest opinion of that guy, but like I really I I laughed really hard when I was uh, when I was watching him do the, the that that one X mm-hmm. unboxing with his white gloves. Yeah, and I was yeah yeah, yeah. I was like that's a bit much. It's a little, it's a little much. Uh, but I mean, it is daily life. He wears white gloves quite often. Well, I feel like that's like maybe that's not even that far off because he seems to have like like even as someone who is like pretty much the like the like the brand guy for Microsoft or for Xbox, he very much seems to have a reverence for that whole ecosystem that I've that I've not really see anywhere else. So 
I feel like there there is a possibility that even at home he handles his stuff with white gloves. Like taking out the trash, uh, all his trash gloves. I, I want to say it was one of the iterations of the 360 when he was doing the unboxing for that. And this is it couldn't have been the Jasper units because at this point Xbox was giving you an HDMI cable, right? Mm-hmm. And he made like such a big deal about how oh here's an HDMI cable in here, like. You knew there was an HDMI cable. <laughs> that, that's that's, yeah. that's kind of what got me too. Is yeah. that um, I think you know everything that's in there when he when the uh, or like he'll pull out like the fucking fifty cent chat headset. Yeah, and he's all about it. And I was like, dude, nobody uses that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still use it. Oh my to god! This day. When uh, how it's not even three point five millimeter. What are you using it with? <laughs> There's nothing for you to use it with. Uh, I just I just wear it. It's comfy. <laughs> I just uh, I think about the uh, when he was doing the unboxing for the original Xbox One, and he was like just like like he was taking out all the all the things like just beautiful, beaut everything was beautiful. To oh me. yeah, uh, well, I remember when he did the One S. But, like, he had, like, a regular Xbox One there, but it turned out it was just a shell of an Xbox One, (laughs) and he took it off. Yeah. Oh, my God. That fucking guy, man. Actually, I've said this before, though. Like, I give Larry Herb a lot of shit, but, like, I also... One of the things that, like, really, really affected me and not... uh, Was, uh... What was it... What was it that, uh... That Nintendo was, was pushing when, um... I think it was Breath of the Wild, where, uh... Where Reggie was like, "Oh yeah, that was their E uh, three. No, that was a Switch reveal, reveal event. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's like, "If you listen closely, oh my god, I was yeah. like this fucking guy." Well, it, it's funny because like Nintendo can do that because it's all it's all like, not only scripted but like it's pre canned footage. You yeah. know, it's not like live. But and the whole like. Like oh. the event itself was live, yeah. but everything with Inuma and fucking Reggie Fizume that was all canned. You know, and he was just like, "Oh." Mr. Miyamoto. Yeah. And it was like, you knew he was there, man. Yeah. Like, don't stop fucking with me. <laughs> Just like, you knew he was there. Right. Uh, I don't know. And then. Figureheads uh, are funny. They are funny. Uh, especially the, uh, like. And I'm aware most of these guys have, like, actual jobs in these companies, yeah. but, like, it but is this funny. But is, this is how they're presented right. to us, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and none of their jackets fit. Uh, yeah. Rarely. <laughs> well, Rarely it was do funny when. Uh, <laughs> When uh, when Sean Layden was wearing that T-shirt, I believe over his suit or something like that. Well, no, he did one for Crash and he yeah. did one for Wipeout as well. The Crash T-shirt, yeah, very ill-fitting. Ugh. Yeah, um, and I believe his ill-fitting T-shirt was a part of your your uh, yeah your E3 fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because until like until they got their shit together, it was expected, you know. Now I think he presents himself with like a bit of class. Yeah, but yeah. Um. But then, like, when he, when, uh, um, like, PSX is the show where you'll see Layden in a shirt. Yeah. Right? You're not going to see that at E3 anymore. Yeah. Uh, but when, uh, that time when he was like, you know, everybody should come out to an orchestra. Yeah. I recommend it. I was like, you know that I can't do that, man. Like, I don't know, man. I thought he was on point during that one. Yeah. But, the, what, which one was it? Was it, it on was, point? With, uh, this past, uh, E3, where the uh, days gone, they had the yeah. fucking thingies, mm. and like uh, he was like, "I didn't know those zombies were there." Yeah, he knew they were there. I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I they do know. rehearse those things. Yeah, 
But like Tom, Tom and I were talking about like what our E3 presentation would be like, and like we would save so much time because it'd just be like, all right, there's the game. There you go. <laughs> Buy it. Buy it. Uh, here's the next game. There you go. Well, and that's funny because that's kind of what Sony did uh, with 2015 or 16. 15 yeah. or 16. 16. And it was just, and they've continued to do that, but they they have added more talking. But whichever one that with the God of War and and all that. 16. Uh, you know that it was just game, game, game. There was probably less than 10 minutes talking total in that conference. You know. So I mean, yeah. There's a there's like a there's a template. I feel like if you're presenting on a stage at one of these conferences that you follow. And Nintendo's trying to do that with their directs as well recently. Like, there is still talking there, but, like, they have the list yeah. of everything they're going to talk about. And they just show them one after another, yeah. you know. And then Reggie comes back at the end and says, yeah. hey, so you saw all that. Now, be ready to buy it. Yeah. I just, I feel like, uh... I feel like, A, if it's your job to be presenting stuff, uh, look presentable. It's it's yeah. going everywhere. I feel like I don't know. Sean Landon wears nice suits. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It depends on the conference, right? PSX is like die like diehard Sony fans. Yeah. Whereas so. E3, he wears a suit. Yeah, because well, it cause just that, have your have your clothes fit you correctly. Like yeah. it's not that hard. I don't know to can, go to a seamstress. I mean, and have Gio, of course, he goes out there in a fucking hockey sweater. You know, yeah. and he's but, cool. Yeah. I feel like only I feel like only he can get away with that though. Yeah. Kevin Smith always wears a hockey. Well, to be or fair, they look they look very similar. <laughs> they do. They look like they hang out. Uh, um. But but like also like conferences like yeah especially when you're doing like E3 just like yeah that's exactly what you should do. Hey, this is what we're gonna all show you, and then this is it. Well, so that's what like, everyone wants. They P- want to know what they're gonna see, and they're gonna and then they want to see it. Yeah. Like it's not that hard. Like, sure. Well, I mean, we say steps. it's not that hard, but like. I mean, no, man, know. I can run that shit. I would like Hire to see me. a Shanae. Oh, that'd E3 be such a fucking, <laughs> it's fucking garbage, <laughs> garbage show. Because <laughs> like, what would... going to be random noises in between clips. <laughs> what would happen is like Shanae would be trying to talk this about isn't something. a chilies. <laughs> Shanae would be trying to talk about something on stage, and then she would hear something. She would hear what sounded like someone like talking shit was and she'd that- stop her presentation <laughs> like I'm sorry what was that what was that well, it was, I think it was the same year 2016 right where that had that lady that was like super loud and wooing and clapping yeah it was, yes! it was not that year the year before yeah th- yeah it was that yeah. year because I was like shut the fuck up lady I'd totally be like excuse me ma'am can you like calm your shit yeah see that's why you don't present that was during uh, Bethesda while they were talking about fucking Elder Scrolls. Yeah. No, yeah. what was going on when they were doing the symphony for God of War and stuff like that? And then... Uh, well, the woo lady was definitely Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was like... There was a... I might have been the same lady just fucking shit up and everything. <laughs> I just want... The, I just want... I want Sony to bring back the beatbox lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Just bring her back. Uh, I mean... I, I I shouldn't run a presentation. You're right. It would be a shit show. <laughs> well, I feel like for like a for a specific audience, you, you, you might actually you might actually be a Tommy t- conference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. No, they probably sure still hate me there. Well, maybe, but I think that I'm sure that there is a conference that you could probably do. You actually could be one of the. You should. You'd probably be actually more. Uh, more equipped to do those things those one of those pre e3 shows where they're like sitting in a room oh the, the awkward ones where people yeah. are always like in the lounge like so what do you think about this yeah call that the post show yeah yeah uh 
<laughs> I mean, I wouldn't recommend getting that close to them. <laughs> That's what they do. Uh, and then it's like always, it just feels like they like don't prep the people like hey we're gonna talk to you all right cool and then that's what it is and it's like the it's always very awkward and it's always just like a different level of energy you gotta match that person i think well i think there's certain people that do it okay like andrew renee anthony carboni they've done it and they're like that's what they do for a living you know they talk to people but like at the same point like i said like you have to match the energy of the people you're talking to that makes it much better and less awkward also wonder I was thinking about this the other day because I was... Uh, I tell so many Tostinos. <laughs> I was uh, recently playing Assassin's Creed. And I was thinking about, like, why did they show that game outside during the daytime? That was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I couldn't see... You could hardly see the screen. Uh, they did that with NBA Live as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like it's a little safer to do that with NBA Live, though. Maybe not. I, I mean, I don't know. The numbers on Origins kind of speak for itself, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, didn't NBA Live disappear for a couple years? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed right now is top of the NPDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cool game. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that today because I'd like to. Tom. Yes. Let's talk about Splatoon. Yes, let's. How is... Like, so I was saying before the show that you are enjoying that game more than I expected you to. Sure. More than I expected myself to. Uh, is it because of the sexy squids? Yes. No. Um, it's interesting, right? Like, there's competitive shooters in the past that I really enjoyed. Uh, Modern Warfare 3, Team Fortress 2, th- you know, things like that. Sure. Um, and I played very little of the first Splatoon because I didn't have Wii U. But uh, Splatoon 2, and I think this probably mirrors Splatoon 1 as well, I just don't personally know, is so interesting to me like it's a fucking competitive shooter you know it's nintendo's take on a competitive shooter but it does a couple of things that i think like really set it apart what like not just the aesthetic right it's cartoony people know that uh either you like it or you don't it's very like 90s nickelodeon people yeah. have described it as right and it does feel that way but like there's not much of a story there there is a story but it's very light on story yeah but like it builds its world incredibly well um like clothing brands people care about certain clothing brands in that world it's really weird yeah uh the mechanics of the game are really neat because like let's say you're terrible at competitive shooter shooters right which i am like you can still contribute right yeah because what most people play is turf war uh even if you're missing your target you're still hitting the floor you're still helping your team out right you know um, and it's interesting for a guy like me who has never played anything like like Turf War, unless you count like Tony Hawk's Graffiti Mode or something like yeah, that, you yeah. know, which is still very, very different. Yeah. Uh, to go into it with a shooter mentality that I'm just going to go kill everybody. Sure. You know, because that's what I'm used to doing. That's what these games have have conditioned me to to want to do in, right. in these situations. But like, even for that, it rewards you because yeah, while the goal might not be to kill anybody. Uh, you're still helping your team by doing so because that's less paint the other team is throwing. Sure, sure, you know? sure. Now, does it take into account like? Because I I have to imagine that after the game, there's like a uh, like a scoreboard or whatever. Yep. Does it it tallies your kills? Tallies your kills and your assists. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, but you can still have the lowest kills, lowest assists, but and, be the MVP. And be the MVP because yeah. of how much turf you've covered. Right. 
you know. Uh, yeah. Speak- I said earlier that I hadn't played Splatoon, but I just like visually got. I just got jogged. Like uh, I played with my friend Joey. And, okay. Yeah. Without the first uh, one or the, the second first, one. The okay. first one. And uh, yeah, I remember just like having fun. Like I'm gonna paint everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Like not giving a fuck and just like paint, 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 paint. Um. Also, like. I've never been a huge fan of motion controls. There's a couple of games that I think do it well, but for the most part, I don't like it. But the way, the way that Splatoon does its motion controls, like I'm, I guess I can't say I'm surprised, but I'm like, why aren't, why isn't every single console shooter this way? Sure. They should all be this way. Right. Um, And I plan on making a video on it. Uh, You know, standard controller, keyboard, mouse, Splatoon controls. Right. And comparing the three. Um, obviously keyboard and mouse is always going to be the best as far as first person shooting games go. Right. Uh, well, most games eat right. But, uh, you know, the speed and accuracy at which you can aim and, and fire with the way that Splatoon controls, I feel like call of duty should, should be doing this battlefront. Like I feel like all of them should do this. And I think that the reason why they don't is because people have such a, you know, negative connotations with, with motion controls and all that, you know, people look down on it. Um, and I understand why. Because this hasn't been done really that well up to this point. Right. But I, I do feel it's as much of an advancement uh, for for console shooters as a second analog stick was. Right. You know. I, like, a lot of people also just feel like it's gimmicky. Right. But that, I mean, that's just the thing, right? Like I can turn 180 degrees with an analog stick and it'll happen maybe half a second. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe a full second, half second, depending on what game you're playing, what your sensitivity is set at. Right. Uh, in Splatoon, I can turn the controller while turning the right analog stick and be facing backwards in a f- small fraction of that time. Right. You know, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I don't know. I've been started playing with a group. I found a team to play with off of Discord, nice. and that's a lot of fun. And they're telling me about two competitions coming up, so I'm like, Are you gonna enter? I don't know. Maybe. Do it. We'll see. You Maybe. should do it, man. But, I feel like if you're happy, be a pro Splatoon player. Well, it's not pro. It's all local competition. Well, I feel like be a, be a but, local uh, pro. If you're having this much fun with the game, like why not? Yeah, you know. Well, so tournament play isn't much turf war, and that's what I'm playing the most of. Yeah. You know? So what are the what are the multiplayer modes in that game? Uh, there's turf war, which you can do at any rank. I've just now ranked up high enough to do ranked battles, which is like uh, there's a mode called Splat Zones, okay. which is, you know, like defending a point. Uh, there's Rainmaker, which is like like payload, right? Like okay. moving a payload from from uh, the middle of the arena to a marked area in the opponent's side. You know, there are others, there are other modes like uh, Salmon Run. I think Salmon Run is really cool. That's basically a horde mode. Uh, and I was telling you about this. You can't jump into Splatoon and just pick whatever map you want right. and There's whatever mode you want and play it. There's a rotation, right? So, like, if I want to play Salmon Run, unless I am playing with a group of friends, if I'm playing with strangers, it might not be available for me to play, you know? And when I first heard about this, I'm like, that's fucking dumb. I want to play Salmon Run whenever I want to play Salmon Run, right? right? Or I want to play this stage whenever I want to play this stage. Uh, but as time goes on, like Nintendo's done a good job of do- of doing this and that. Like, it feels exciting when you get on and the mode you like or the map you like is available, and you're like, "Well, I'm I know what I'm doing for the next two hours, right?" right. 
uh, also with their Splatfest, which is like a dumb thing. It's a dumb little thing. Let's have this stupid little argument about what's better, ice cream or cake, right? Yeah. Uh, ice cream cake. But, man, yeah. people get into it, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if that were the battle, which ride would you choose? Ice cream, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it. Well, but cake or pie? Pie. Yeah, but pie I'm an old sure. man. Oh, pie. I had some amazing uh, strawberry jubilee pie. What I like... Uh, what Jubilationally? I like, do you know who Jubilationally is? I know Jubilee. <laughs> you know she's a vamp. I think she's a vampire now? Well, I, uh, she she also, was for a bit. I don't know if she, she still is. Uh, Yeah. I was going to say she had a pet dragon dolls. That was Kitty Pride. But uh, comics are weird. Yeah, but, uh, it's, uh, it's really so neat. I, what I like conceptually about Splatoon is what it does, uh, what it kind of does differently from other shooters. I think that because like with any other shooter, like you have like your standard, like you have objective modes in every shooter, right? And they're all they're called different things, but they all, right. they boil down to the same thing. Sure. Uh, like you're, they, all the objective modes are always like control this or capture this flag or whatever, right? Um, but Splatoon is the first game to do multiplayer and like competitive multiplayer in that way where like we're not talking about kills we're not we're not talking about about capturing points or whatever we're talking about just covering a level in as much of the, of your team's color as you can right uh and like in that like you said like if even if i'm not great at at killing other players i could still positively contribute to the game by because every time i miss i'm still spice, helping spice, spice, spice. and even if you're playing a mode in which the goal is not to cover turf yeah it's still beneficial to do so, you know. Um, I don't know. I think the most the, the thing that really gets gets to me the most though is, is the controls because yeah. I feel like games aren't going to adopt this, and they absolutely should. Well, see, that's I, I was thinking about yeah. that when you when you mentioned that before. In that um, motion controls are something that's like not utilized very often in most yeah. games. Like you talk like thinking even thinking about uh, with going back to the PS3. Like there weren't a lot of games that were using motion controls on that platform, right? And I haven't come, I haven't come across a lot of games on the PS4 that are utilizing motion controls, not in a significant way, at least. Yeah, you know, like I mean, because uh, a lot, the one game that I remember playing on the PS4 was uh, was Infamous, and it was only like the only thing I can that comes to mind Shake the is, spray is paint. shaking the spray paint <laughs> can. That's the only thing I can that that I can instantly recall. Uh, and as far as I know, there is there is no motion control on the Xbox One. So, I just, uh, yeah, I don't think there is either. I just feel like, you know, it's it's something that would drastically improve the way we play those kinds of games. Sure. Um, and it's it's sad to think that, it, like, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I don't see Call of Duty ever coming out and saying, hey, we've got motion control in this, yeah. you know? Like, I thought... But it, it really should. It like, really I, should. I like the idea of, of using motion control to control the arc of my throwing a grenade yeah. uh, from uh, Uncharted. I mean, it's like using a mouse, yeah. you know? I'm not going to say it's on the same level as mouse sure. and keyboard, because it's not, but it is far superior yeah. to just two analog sticks. We'll see, that's another... And it's th- funny, because we've been doing this now, this is now the fourth generation that we've been doing this, right? And it used to be it used to be our control schemes would change yeah. frequently. The, the addition of a D-pad, the addition of shoulder buttons, of an analog stick, of two analog sticks, right? And it's been so stagnant. It's like the industry has, has decided... This is how games need to control from now on. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing about it is that like we, the 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 Xbox One X comes out, PlayStation Four Pro comes out, and the the focal point of these presentations is look how great these games look now. Yeah, look how look how look how look how fast these games are now, which is great. Higher frame rate, 
fine. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Great, great, uh, better visuals, fine, whatever, mm. right? But I'm not. I'm not necessarily looking for these games to be prettier. Right. I'm looking for new ways to play them. Well, I think the problem is that all three of the big three have taken gambles on on this, right? Yeah. Whether it's the Move or the Connect or Wii Motion Plus yeah. or whatever it is. And it paid off for some of them and for some of them it didn't, right? Yeah. Uh, you have to get an adapter now if you want to use Connect. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that's why. They don't want to take another gamble. Sure. Right? Which is understandable, but, but like... But like, it's so cheap at this point to put gyro into your controller and then you just leave it to the devs to decide whether they're going to use it or not yeah now to that point i don't think activision's ever going to do it you know i don't think blizzard's ever going to do it but like it really should go that way you know shanae have you ever have you played a lot of call of duty in like the past 10 or so years i've nah i i was not like i was more into battlefield and halo yeah ryan was more into battlefield as well um like how did like have, have competitive shooters ever like really been like something you were interested in like oh with Battlefield for a while yeah for like a year yeah. that's a good amount of time for one game yeah uh, but then I don't know I just we already talk, we talked about the other show that uh, me being banned multiple times in WoW I just <laughs> I get competitive yeah and then I uh. We'll just get ugly, and then I'll get frustrated because I'm not where I want to be, and I can't. And I'm just like I sit there and like look at videos or like listen to like advice about people from people, and it's sure. just like it's not working out like with certain things that I want it to. Right. And it just causes me a lot of stress. It's just like I'm already an angry person, so like let's not make this like worse. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing about the game. Like, if you don't want a multiplayer experience the single player is actually pretty fun yeah i'm not gonna say it's as good as like the galaxy games but it does heavily remind me of the mario galaxy games yeah yeah um just in the way like levels are segmented yeah i would like i mean one of the things that has kind of kept me out of you know competitive shooters over the past like couple years it's just because he used to be into it yeah i just i got bored man you know uh they like the themes change from game to game right um like there's the Call of Duty is different uh, thematically f- between now and when Modern Warfare first came out. Absolutely, I get that. But in my experience, like the the core just kind of remained the same across those games, and I just they, it became so homogenous at one at some point that I was just like, like yeah, yeah I get that, man. Like, I get that. Like advanced war, like they 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 introduce like new movement mechanics or whatever, but that's like that's that's, yeah. that's not I- enough for me. I play PUBG. Yeah. And <clears throat> that's like enough for me. Like PUBG is so easy with the rounds and like the whole like you know just being the last person standing and you can win it just by hiding in the right bathroom. Sure. Uh like I like that. You can only hide so long. Unless you just pick like unless you just pick the middle of the circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like unless you just like stay in that bath like you get a bunch of ammo, stay in that bathroom and just keep shooting anybody goes by. So you've won a few times then. Uh, I have never gotten a chicken dinner. <laughs> I, have ne- I have been so close to a chicken dinner. Never has happened. Birdo ever get one? Yes. Like solo or with, with uh, yes. squad? Yes. Hmm. Man, that guy's a badass. Yeah. Like, it was like his second game he won, too. I got kind of close. I got to... Th- you got like third or fourth? I got third place on my second match, I think. Uh, uh but it, even... But, I don't know. Especially, like, newer Call of Duties and kind of, like, when I look at it now, like... When I see the and like even with uh, Destiny is not as bad, but with the newer Call of Duty's now, I'm just like, 
this just looks this just looks stressful. Yeah. See, for me, I think that like, like the big thing that you that I'm not gonna say I'm not tell you how to play your games, but like I think the the big thing for me is that I don't play every Call of Duty. You know, I'll jump in every three or four years. And when I do, it's fresh to me because I haven't been, it yeah. hasn't been oversaturated. Like, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. Like, the people who, like, who have been getting Call of Duty every year. Right. Like, I don't see how they can do it. Yeah. Like, I feel like the, like, that fatigue would get to me. Cause, cause the people who are playing, who are getting Call of Duty every year, they're playing Call of Duty all year. Mm-hmm. Like, from game to game. Sure. Uh, so I don't know. It's like, uh, how do you do that? I, uh, Berto did it for a long time and uh, other friends as well. Yeah. Uh, and, the theme and the reoccurring uh, part of that is they have a group. They have, like, friends. And as, sure. And as y'all know, as you get older, it's harder and harder to hang out with your friends on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah. Especially when you don't work or if you don't live close. Like, but the majority of that But the majority of that audience is flying solo, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just talking anecdotally about the people in my life yeah. that like that do it. Like they always have like people that they're playing with. They always have yeah. a group that like even if the entire group doesn't buy the game, some of them do. Right. Yeah. Uh, so like at least you get to see those like not see but like hang out with those people and work on a yeah. goal towards that. Uh, as far as like the solo people, uh, I don't know, man. I, I mean, like, I don't see any I, problem I, I with like, it. Like, I feel like those people kind of look at Call of Duty the same way I look at something like Street Fighter or fucking Tetris, you know? It's yeah. just something that you are somewhat good at and you just enjoy doing, you know? Uh, up until recently, has there been a version of Street Fighter to come out every year? Is that how it works? No. Okay. Uh-uh. No, there's never been an annual release of Street Fighter. Like, like, like has there maybe ever like been an, an annual release of Tetris? No. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they... Both for Street Fighter and for Tetris, at, at some point there has probably been a point where one came out one year and another came out the next well, year. Well, like like but, with Street Fighter, I mean, like not like Street Fighter Four one year, the Street Fighter Five the next year. What I mean is like Street Fighter Four and then the right. next year Champions, arcade yeah. super ultra they don't right do now. Like that. Not typically not back to back. No. Okay. Not. Uh, I won't say they analyze it, but there is there, there is a while that there yeah. is like always a new Street Fighter game coming out. It felt like. Yeah. Uh, as somebody that not in the community <laughs> like I'm just saying like I just I would look at the shelves when I worked at GameStop and all of a sudden there's like a new Street Fighter I'm like yeah. fuck I got a fine place in the drawer for this bullshit yeah uh, I remember when I first saw when I first got a look at Street Fighter 4 and I was like man Street Fighter's looking really damn cool all of a sudden uh, I really liked 4 uh, and 4 probably drew the, the most you know competition of any Street Fighter game yeah uh, but like when I first saw 4 I was not happy why is that? Because of the because I wanted the sprite work. Okay, you know, did you did it like did you come around to it later? Oh on? yeah, I'm over it now. Yeah, but yeah, uh, like Street Fighter's just never going to be that again. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, you know. Uh, what was the the cover? Was it was it Ultra Arcade that had like the really 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 busy cover? Well, Arcade had like several characters on there. You know, um, there I feel like I feel like, like, like Arcade really was orange. probably the busiest cover. Uh, they're all kind of orange. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now I think about it, like when I think of Street Fighter, when I think of the cover. I'm like, as far as four goes, they're all the, kind of orange. There's some orange in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some oranges, some lime greens. <laughs> um, so, oh, so you uh, there was a mention of of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds a moment ago, and yes, I recently got like because I I subscribed to Humble Monthly like this past month, and they gave me a copy of H1Z1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I played a couple of rounds of that, and on a surface, okay, as someone who has only played a total of two or three matches of, of Battlegrounds, 
and played only a few matches of H1Z1. They are on the surface the same. They're very yeah, they're the same genre. They're the same genre. Uh, uh, there is a lot of similarities between them, but the way it was explained to me, and I'm not huge into any of these games. Yeah, uh, I've spent the most time with PUBG, but even that I haven't put that much time into. Right. H1Z1 is kind of like the simplest. Then PUBG's a little more complex, yeah. and then DayZ's even more complex than that. Yeah. But like H1Z1, uh, to my knowledge, doesn't have like gun modifications in the same way that PUBG does. I don't think so. No. Uh, things things of that nature. Yeah. You know. Uh, and there also- are things to make it simpler. Yeah, like like for example, like uh, in my time with with uh, with battlegrounds, I remember like I would run around for a little while before finding a gun right. or something. Like in H one Z one, they're just fucking everywhere. Yeah, like they're just well, it, they're just everywhere. It also depends on where you, where you fall. Right. Like you can fall in an area that like it's a fuck ton of awesome guns around. Yeah, and, but like, there's going to be more people in that area typically, yeah. you know, because uh, they want all that shit. Yeah. Go to the apartments. Uh. Also, uh, so I, I got to, I've been playing a couple of games that like I've been anticipating for some time. Uh, so I, I, I mentioned before that I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm -hmm. Um, that is, man, that game is, it's, it's something else. Um, can you believe the Killzone guys made that? Uh, in some ways I can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know there are like like for for a for a developer who has just made first person shooters, uh, it's for them to like come out and like make a, like a third person open world uh, action adventure game. It's actually it's like this first effort is like really impressive. Yeah. Um, the actual combat in the game it's like it's it's fun like the like the like finding the right strategy to take down like different machines it's like it's it's rewarding when it when it goes when it goes right and it's like terrifying and frustrating when it doesn't just use those tethers i've been using the tethers a lot that's like that's like just rage against them like the <laughs> the, the tethers are like like the cornerstone of my strategy in most can, cases but you do have to craft them can though, don't you, you? Uh, yeah. can you like leave some like machinery on the ground like pieces that you have like nuts and bolts and like distract them that way <laughs> uh no but well in you should a, try I that strategy i just imagined like fucking ratchet and clank bolts all over <laughs> yeah. the ground uh, you should try that strategy we'll see like because some of them seem to like to eat plants mm. uh weirdos yeah like why um <laughs> when there's mcgriddles why eat plants <laughs> Why would you eat plants in a world where McGriddles exist? <laughs> well, to be fair, McGriddles no longer exist in the world of Horizon Zero Dawn. You don't know. Uh, well, no, I guess I don't. It might be the final <laughs> McGriddle level. Um, but no, the game, the 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 like the like like the whole the whole part of like sneaking up on like a like a, a herd of of machines and like saying, okay, so I know what path they're taking, and I know what maybe I should lay maybe I should lay like a, a trip wire down here to like get them caught up, and uh, and then use and then use this like use my slingshot to like to do a lot of damage to them at once, and like thinking about all that, and you know setting up a strategy and hoping that it pays off and you don't die. It's probably like the most the fun the most fun I have while playing that game. Um, the the archery in that game is like really on point which is to be expected considering that was like 
that's kind of I feel like the uh, the crux of of Aloy's abilities or whatever. Um, there's just one thing that's just been st- sticking out my mind, and I don't know if it's because I have so much um, experience with open world games, and I don't know if it's because I've been playing a lot of Shadow of War lately, and I've been and I played a lot of Assassin's Creed games, but um, she can't climb a whole lot. <laughs> uh, which but she can't climb. <laughs> it's just weird because like. The game makes the game okay at the at the onset. The game goes. They it makes it a point to highlight how agile Aloy is and like like how good she is at at, at negotiating her environment. You think she'd be like parkour hardcore, but she can't. Uh, it makes it seem like she'd be really good at climbing shit. And it's to- funny you say that because the, that game came out alongside Breath of the Wild, and that's one of the biggest. Uh, things that people compared was that you could climb everything in this yeah. and you can't climb shit in that. Yeah, because like you know. Aloy can... There's cl- a small plastic boulder. <laughs> it's weird because she can cl- she can climb very specific things. Yeah. Like, and the game the game kind of tells you without telling you what those things are. Like, if it's highlighted in yellow, you can climb it. How Uncharted. How ah, Uncharted indeed. But there's also... Uh, like along certain cliff faces, like there's there will be outcroppings that are like are kind of they're kind of trimmed in white. I, it's hard to explain it, but you you kind of know. It when I know you what you mean. Them. And it's like, uh, Tomb Raider, a lot of yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, and so those are those are it, and they're not very common. And the game, but the the thing about it is that the game kind of goes out of its way to put things above you a lot, like. It, like collect this thing, but it's like really high up there. So yeah. good luck figuring out how to get up there. Um. And that was just is really jarring to me because like when I basically when I when I'm when I have a, a game that's like got a huge world that the developers very obviously want me to explore and enjoy, they don't make it a whole lot of fun to get around in it. Um, that's annoying. Like I'd like I want them to make me not want to fast travel, but fast travel is like the, I ha- I feel like I have to at yeah. most most cases. Um, you can get you can get machines that like can act as mounts. As far as I know, there are two that can act as your mount. Yeah, they showed one in one of the uh, gameplay demos for it. Yeah, um, they don't seem to be they don't seem to be much faster than just like running on foot. Hmm. Uh, the the advantage to using them though is that they like if they will automatically follow the road with no input from you. So like you can kind of just set the controller down and wait for them to get there. It's probably fun to do too. Yeah, but at the same time, like you have to watch out because sometimes a machine will pop up and and uh, and show you, give you the what for. Speak, uh, speaking of fast travel, uh, in Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. uh, I sent you all the thing. I got a chocobo, named it Corn Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't real, I didn't realize that you can once you get to a certain level, you can get that chocobo to fight alongside you. Yeah, yeah. and that its name will pop up when you're walking around the town yeah. and like in the areas. So I just think it's awesome that I have a I have I have corn dog just falling around and you can taking like, shit down. Like you can, yeah, because like you can spec them like different ways. Like they're like there's like a caster and like a like a yeah. tank. Yeah, and that and I remember I I use that a lot like to help me like when I was doing quest solo. Like I need I need like they can heal you too. Yeah, one thing I don't like about Final Fantasy fourteen is it makes it very hard to level up with somebody else. Like, we have to disband the party all the time because it's like, you must be, like, only a discipline of blah, 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 to get. And I'm like... I have a lot of games with level and co-op play have that problem. Yeah, well, like, I don't know. I play a lot of MMOs. 
I've never had I've never had to disband a party as often as yeah. I do in Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, but I mean, not just MMOs, you know, just most multiplayer games with leveling seem to have that issue. And like, I prefer it to be a slow slow grind than like let's say Diablo three, where they have their apprentice system. Yeah. So like, if I'm high level and levels Ryan's level two. He'll I'll just, just I'll shoot sh- the fuck yeah. up. And it, like, and it, and it that's so dumb. And like it kind of takes away that like that yeah. accomplishment. I feel like as far as well, but I also I also get it because it's like uh, y'all are wanting to do more in-game stuff. Right. And, no, yeah. I understand why they do it. But like, I'm just saying it's flawed. All right. Yeah. I. But like, I've never. I just like if I have to disband a party to watch a fucking cutscene. It's stupid. It's stupid. Like I'm not doing anything. Why do I have to like? Why can't I just do this by myself? Mm-hmm. I feel like for his. As little for as little respect as that game has, uh, for this game I should say has, I feel like Dead Island did it the best. Where God, you see they re- releasing that shit again, again? Yeah, like, like they already did. Hey, did edition. you miss curb like some, shit? There's some new edition for it. I'm just like, stop. Yeah. Hey, people need their curb stomps. Um, and nothing but, like, else. The way they did it was that, like, let's say, okay, Shanae, let's say that you and I are playing Dead Island together, right? Like oh. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, let's not get crazy. <laughs> okay, we're not actually gonna play. <laughs> Keep <laughs> that in mind. Uh, but let's say, let's say I'm level 15, right, and you're level four. So we'll come up on the same enemy. Like you and I are gonna fight an enemy, right? To you, that enemy will be level four. To mm. me, it'll be my level. I like that better. And then, like, so we can our damage can be proportionately appropriate. Yeah. So we like it, we're both contributing to it. So that makes way more sense. And like it works, it works really well. And it works like like I would like I had a group of people that I would play with, um, like back when that game first came out, and like it worked like we like no matter what level we were, like we could all like we could all have fun together. We could all have fun because like that's how it was set up. And I'm actually surprised, like, I don't know that that no one else does this, but, like, I'm actually surprised that I haven't seen that more. I can't think of an example, you know? But, like, with MMOs, like, it, I feel like it's more often than, like, other types of games that we brought up that you, well, maybe, maybe not. But, like, MMOs, like, yeah, you're supposed to play with a lot of fucking people. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to play with a fuck ton of people. Why can't I be in a party with them? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, And, and, I mean, for all that game does right, there are some weird things that it does wrong. Um, I also, I just, I want some Chocobo clothes. If you are a listener and you're playing that game and you want to send me some Chocobo clothes, my Chocobo is so naked. Leave it naked. (laughs) God intended. Um, Also. Sorry, I I interrupted uh, your fast travel about Horizon. Did you want to add more about that? Yeah, well. Uh, Can't climb. Like, for, for, as many com- for, for as many complaints that I have about that game, they're all like centered around the uh, world traversal. Can't, Can't um, climb. And I like. I feel like I like that game a lot, and I feel like I would like it so much more if I could if if I could do those things. <coughs> um, but <coughs> for everything, for like for all that though, the game has been it's been a really fun experience. Like the, like that world is interesting. The, the characters are the, the characters are for the most part, really cool. Um, I like Aloy a lot as a character too. Um, I think their design's pretty cool too. Yeah. And like, there are some weird lip sync issues with that. Not, I don't want to say issues because I don't know if this is how they intended it or not, but there's just some weird things going on with the lip syncing in that game that like, I notice every time I see it. Uh, but you know, that, uh, a lot of the um 
I remember before that game came out, a lot a, there was a lot of showing of like that huge T Rex looking machine. Yeah. Uh, they're called a Thunderjaw. Uh, taking it, taking one of those down. Does it talk? How does it sound? Uh, I don't know. It's a lot of beeps and bloops, and uh, <laughs> but like taking one of those down is like was really satisfying. Like like Tom says, I use a lot of those tethers. Like I tethered it down, and like he fell over, and I just like shot a bunch of like. So I use my slingshot to shoot a bunch of bombs at it, watch pieces fly off of him. Then I not, then like he has this like this gun that fires explosive discs, kind of like Revolution X with the explosion CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you pick that up and then I shot it. I was shooting those discs at him and like knocking more pieces off him. It was just it was really cool. I feel like there's room there for Predacon DLC. Yeah. Uh, Terrorize. Mm-hmm. Or just like a just like a Megatron skin for the Thunderjaw. Sure. I would like. I'd be fine with that. Um, also been playing Assassin's Creed Origins, which... You can climb in there. I You can do a shitload of climbing in that game. <laughs> um, you can climb everything. The... That game is... It's fun, but, like, the combat is just, like, really... To me, it's awkward. People have complaints it, about the combat before it came out. Yeah. You said during the E3 yeah. uh, that it didn't look like it was different than any other Assassin's Creed game. The combat looked different, for sure. You said- but... I not in the best. Like way, on a, on a surface, I argued that point that it was that that looked different. You're like not much on a surface for somebody who doesn't. I don't recall that. I'm for, not going to say that didn't happen. For but. for some for somebody who did. for somebody who doesn't like I could very much like I could look at I could look at Assassin's Creed two and look at Assassin's Creed Origins and aside from the setting I probably if I didn't pay attention to those games I probably wouldn't be able to tell you the difference. But I mean you have things like there's more dodge rolling and stuff like that yeah. in Origins. The the problem with Assassin's Creed Origins combat, which people have been saying since preview events before the game even released, uh, is that there are ways to get around, like get around certain encounters uh, where you basically don't have to do anything. They they change up the combat system in, a, in an uh, attempt to make it more engaging. Sure, and they seem to at least in some some instances uh, made it to where you can just like avoid it, and not so much avoid it, but God, what's the word for it? Exploit, right? Yeah. There's there's a lot of exploits for certain encounters from from what I hear. I've yeah, not played the what, game. What I understand, like a lot of people are saying that, like, uh, there's a because the game has a has a skill tree mm-hmm. uh, that like it has three skill trees, I should say, and one of those skill trees uh, allows unlocks a smoke bomb, and from what I understand, like the smoke bomb pretty much like trivializes combat in that game. To the point where, like, you you throw down a smoke bomb, just like every encounter is like like really easy. But I do know people who are really enjoying um, it. Like as like as an Assassin's Creed game, it's probably it's it's one that I'm liking a whole lot. Uh, I like the main character Bayek. He's just like he's probably of all the Assassin's Creed games that I've played over the past ten years, he's probably the protagonist that like has the most likable personality. Um, because he's kind of like he's he's like this very much this like you didn't like you didn't like uh manhorn, manhorn, manhoring. Oh, uh, Ezio. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was all right, but he was kind of like he was kind of like uh that guy who's cooler than you, but also very much acts like he's cooler than you. Uh, whereas Bayek is like very much like I'm a man of the people. Hey, I, I, he's like hey, I love kids. I'm I'm a I'm a family man and things like that. So he's like he's and he's like 
he's got friends and like he's always like everybody in town likes him and like hey Bayek how's it going and he's like hey glad to see you like he's very uh, much how's, how's your kid I know they yeah. had the flu last week yeah like he's a he's like a likable guy and like everybody like knows him and and it's cool to see that um, it's cool to be to play through that and have everyone like you yeah I mean it's nice you know what I think is really cool too is that they took a year off uh, and the sales have proven that that was the correct thing to do yeah. right because. This has already made twice as much as their last game. Yeah. So if they just made that game again last year, you know, like this is this has made them more. Taking a year off has been more profitable to them right. rather than releasing a game last year and this year. Sure. Um, and I mean, we can't say that for sure. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like on a long mathematically enough, speaking, like on a long enough timeline, that's going to turn out to be true. I right. think. Um, Which is a shame because, like, you know, they're already, they're already making the next one. You yeah. know, they are. Yeah. But. Uh, the game, uh, like, as far as, like, as far as, you know, because the, the game introduces, you know, this new loot system, um, and, like, the thing about it is, the thing, the thing about games like this, and I get this, and I, I was going through this with Shadow of War, too, is, like, it comes a point where I'm just getting, I'm, like, getting new weapons, like, too, like, like, so quickly that, like, the, going through my inventory screen just becomes, like, a chore at that point. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I've picked like in like the in a matter of like thirty minutes, I'll pick up like four new swords and a spear and some other shit, and it's like I'm just. Well, as far as Shadow of War is concerned, I've heard from multiple sources that it's more fun when you don't make those purchases. Yeah, uh, I can't I can't speak to that because I haven't I haven't spent any money on that yeah. game besides like the initial buy in cost. Uh, but I mean, I can't like based on what I I've played of that game, like I can't imagine not just like grinding through that shit yeah um you know like because like the one of the things was like people were worried like well all the best oryx are hidden behind a paywall right uh which as far as i know like i i i've gotten like the highest rarity of oryx and i didn't i didn't pay a cent to do that look at ryan yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really i'm actually really good at uh i'm really good at taming orcs at, at taming orcs uh not so much giant robot monsters uh no, not so much that. Uh, but I will be. Uh, They'll get there. But, you know, Just buy all the tethers. It's funny because like the last three, like the last few uh, AAA games that I've bought have all been like huge open world games. So I should probably pay more attention to what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but you know, I th- like I. That's the thing too, is because I I got uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Assassin's Creed like really close to each other. And as good as Horizon is, like, when I'm playing it, I'm just like, I kind of just want to play Assassin's Creed right now. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, and He th- likes climbing. Boy likes to climb. Sure. Uh, and that's some that's, Breath of the Wild. And that's not to say that Horizon Zero Dawn isn't fun, because, like, when you're, like, when you, when you're having, like, a really like good fight in that game it's like really engaging especially like if you if you get all like if your equipment is all lined up and and like things are just like going the exact right way like it's super engaging uh but there's something about assassin's creed that i just i'm finding more enjoyable um the game and also you can kind of tell that like like uh aesthetically like you can very much tell that like this is made by the same people who made Killzone. Because uh, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm saying it doesn't bother me. I just, I'm just saying it's like you can, like, even if you didn't, like, they didn't come out and say it, like, you can. It's the similarities are there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a really good game. It's just Assassin's Creed is just so cool. Um, so, 
I so. like so. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, that reminded me of um, of the Unabomber sketch in Upright Citizens Brigade, where the Unabomber accidentally revealed that he was the Unabomber. And he just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> What are you going to plug today? Uh, actually, I wanted to plug a comic book series that I uh, put down like a few years ago, and I re- only recently started reading again. Uh, it's this uh, comic called Chew, C H E W. It's about this. Uh, it's about this detective who has the power to anytime he, anytime he tastes something, he can. Like he sees the memories of that thing in his head. Like if he eats a, if he eats like a, a piece of beef, then he he like sees like the farm that that that, that cow was on. Uh, so like he's used that for like his crime, like his uh his, like his forensic duties. Like like he goes to a crime scene, he'll take taste a drop of blood, and he'll see like the last moments of that person's life and get that's, an idea of what happened. That's um, like infections and diseases. Sure, you, I wouldn't recommend tasting strange blood or really any <laughs> blood for that matter. Um, but it's. It's darkly comical. Uh, it's got a really, it's it's got a really cool art style. What? What, Tom? Why? I'm just thinking about in Resident Evil when uh, Jill and Barry go into the dining room. And Barry. Bar- Barry. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he puts his hand in the blood. Does he actually taste it, or is he smelling it? Like what's no, he doing? No, he he does the thing. Like he does that. I, thing. I remember him. I yeah. remember the viscosity him of his blood. It. No, because I made I made the, no because we were we were playing it a couple weeks ago, and I made the joke that he would like yeah like he tasted yeah. <laughs> uh, Dad of the year, um, Barry Barton. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I like Chew a lot. I would I would definitely recommend you at least take a look at it. Who wrote that? Uh, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but um. It's like I said. It's it's like it's serious in some parts, but like a lot of it, it's like it's got like a really darkly comical overtone to it uh, that I that I really enjoy. Um, and it, and I I discovered it like during my period of time, like maybe back in 2012, where I just got Comicsology and as I was just kind of going crazy on it and like buying every comic that looked moderately cool, and it's kind of just how I found it. And I found myself to like buying pretty much every issue that I could find. Um, Say issue. Issue. Uh, John Lehman wrote. Did I say it weird? I could. I, I heard issue. No, I said. I, maybe I said issue. Uh, yeah. yeah. She, issue. She was, <laughs> she was written by John Lehman and uh, the arts by Rob uh, Rob Gilroy. Or there you go. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I'll let you. One of you guys plug something. I'll let you guys use use my use my plug time. Mm. Splatoon, play it. You guys ever heard of Splatoon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, again, thank you for spending the last hour with us. Uh, it's, as always, it's a great time. Um, if you want to talk to us, we have a Discord. Uh, so that'll be... And uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, we have all the... Well, we kind of have Twitter. We don't really use it. but uh, I use it. Uh, well, talk to Tom on Twitter. Uh, anyway, this has been the Save Continue Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. That's Shanae Howard. Bye, guys. That's Tom Shelby. Goodbye. See you next week.